Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the raid loot. I did a review of the raid, and I didn't really touch on the loot, and the more time I've spent thinking about it, and just some of the discussion about Ikala's shotgun and responses to that weapon's power from Joe Blackburn, I really wanted to point out the very apparent lack of good gear in the raid and give thoughts on how they need to approach this and why this is a problem. So if you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or you can follow me on Twitter at say no to rage. So I'm going to break this talk into three parts as I always do. First, I want to talk about the guns. Then I want to talk about the armor. Then I want to talk about overall. Because honestly, this is... This is a bigger problem than just like we don't have any fate bringer. There's a lot going on here, so I wanted to break it in to the typical three parts. So first, let's just talk about the guns. The Chattering Bone is probably my favorite, and I'm still hoping for a good roll. I played a handful of raids today, uh, both before uh, and after reset, trying to get a Chattering Bone with Outlaw Rampage, kind of the similar to the grind I was doing for the Warden's Law, and. That is, that's basically the go-to right now, and I'll explain my why in a minute. If you've seen my energy weapon problem video, you probably already know why. That's mainly one of the only weapons to really care about. The scouts kind of meh. I mean, scouts need help. They did buff them a little bit, but I think in general, a lot of the content, you're just so close to the enemies. Scouts just don't have a whole lot of legs right now. Not, not like they did in, like, King's Fall. In King's Fall, it just made sense to use a scout because of where everything landed and we don't quite have that there are some sections in the last wish raid where you're like oh i could use a scout here but if you move up a little bit and use a hand cannon it's 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 honestly quite a bit better at least in my experience i did that today i just kind of moved up and used my better devils so the scout's kind of mad the hand cannon's actually great but it lands in the energy slot if you get the curated roll uh it's a it is a Fatebringer roll. It rolls with Dragonfly and Outlaw and its arc. But it lands, unfortunately, it lands in the energy. The auto rifle is also a solid gun. The curated roll is pretty fun. It's got that fourth times charm on it. It's void. It's a solid little uh, auto rifle. But again, it lands in the energy slot. And this is just one of those things that I don't think a lot of people have quite realized yet that things landing in the energy slot aren't good right now for the weapons because of the the talk that i gave about how difficult it is to find good counterparts and good weapons for kinetic that aren't already primaries so th those two weapons landing in energy kind of is a bummer and then when you go beyond them the rocket launcher is awful and i like the fact that they added the supremacy sniper rifle and the techian uh, the techian force fusion i like that they did that but those guns are really lackluster right now. Those guns could be pretty exciting. The Techian Force especially can get really good rolls on it. I got a really nice roll today. But it's just so hard to ever justify using a fusion rifle right now. They just don't do what you need them to do with respect to taking off any shotgun. You don't even need the Ikala shotgun to kind of look at a fusion rifle and just kind of shrug. And then a kinetic sniper is... is is just in one of those spots again where we want to see some treatment to the weapons to make that gun a little bit more exciting. Now, the unicorns in the raid are the Tyranny 
the Tyranny of Heaven and the 1,000 Voices. The Tyranny of Heaven only rolls one way. It rolls 10, 10 Masterworks curated. It's a bow. It's actually a really nice bow with Dragonfly. It's actually pretty fun to use. And then obviously the 1,000 Voices, which I have on right now, is arguably one of the coolest weapons they put in the game in a very long time. And it's probably the most sought off, sought after exotic in the PvE side of things. There's obviously the Shards of Galanor, I think it's called. I always want to say Blades of Galanor. There's that, you know, those are the gauntlets for the Hunter, which is, goes great with Wave of 1,000 cuts. And then there's some other ones that people like. Phoenix Protocol's fantastic on a Well of Radiance. Warlock, just so much fun to run. So, but that's, I mean, that's it as far as the weapons go. So really, there's only those two. There's the Tyranny of Heaven, and then there's the 1,000 Voices. Really, the 1,000 Voices is the only thing that feels stronger than everything from year one. And I think that's a problem. I think this is one of the dilemmas when you respect player investment to the degree that they have. They have respected player investment to the degree that you're sort of you're sort of undercutting you're undercutting the grind in Forsaken I would say in a pretty significant way because there you just don't feel that pull unlike when Wrath came out unlike when Vaults of Glass came out there was a clear and present pull and desire to go into the raid for pinnacle weapons for pinnacle gear and they're just that just doesn't exist currently in the last wish raid and a lot of that has to do with everything i just outlined a lot of times people can easily shrug off not that great armor but really really good weapons are one of the driving forces for most grinds in this game look at the not forgotten look at the luna's howl look at the broadsword uh look at the 1000 voices these this is where you know like when the whisper was in the game weapons tend to drive people very very strongly now obviously if some of the sought after exotic armor pieces had intentional grinds that they would be sought after but usually weapons are the key and that's just not a place where i think the raids have ever landed appropriately uh since king since king's fall wrath did and then we went right back to leviathan where there was only like two weapons in Leviathan that were really, really coveted, the Midnight Coup and then the Sins of the Past. So I'm not quite sure how they want to approach this. At the very least, they should be pinnacle in their in their, in their their setup. It should be a pinnacle auto rifle, pinnacle pulse. They should be the best in their class. And then I think this leads into my next section with armor. They, I think they need perks that make them stronger in the raid. That would be a huge push. Uh, to unseat things like Midnight Coup, to unseat things like the Ikalash Shotgun. Thank you for the brand new sub, Nexa, Nexa Ability. I appreciate that. So, you know, contextual perks, contextual power, I think would just be another way to bring people forward and make them realize that, you know, hey, I want this gear. I want this. I, I want this stuff because it doesn't presently work. So that, that transitions very well into my armor section. Compared to Leviathan, this armor actually looks better. I will say that. Design team hit a home run. The, the, the armor, which is always named of the Great Hunt. So there's the Helm of the Great Hunt. Uh, and then there is, you know, Gauntlets of the Great Hunt. They, I think they, they, artistically and aesthetically speaking, are significantly better than Leviathan. I thought Leviathan stuff was hideous looking. I don't know what happened with the design team there. They went for Regal, and I thought the color scheme was fine, but then it all just, in my opinion, looked very bad. But once you get beyond that, the lack of perks just, to me, just doesn't make sense. It seems like a gigantic missed opportunity. Perks on raid armor is not a new concept 
to Bungie. It's not a new concept in general uh, in Destiny because we had it in Vogue, we had it in Crota, uh, and then we had it in some of the best ones we had in Wrath, and then they added it later uh, at Leviathan's. So I'm I'm really confused about that about that missed opportunity. Maybe it'll come later. Um, there's no there now. I was gonna say there's no raid mods, and that's actually not true. There are mods that are dark. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, you can't see this. But if you ever looked at your mods, Transcendent Blessing is almost white. It's like a light gray. Then there's the normal gray. And then there's almost like a charcoal dark gray that'll be taken themed mod. Taken Invigoration, Taken Armaments. Today, I saw uh, two more. There was one called... I wrote them down here. Taken Spec and Taken Barrier. So these were other mods that apparently can only drop in the raid. So I'm glad that's the case. I wish that would have been made a little bit more clear so people understood. Oh, there are raid mods because, again, the armor is very lackluster. It's cool looking, but... If you get one with a bad roll, it's like, why would I ever put this on uh, over, you know, just maybe a Vanguard chest piece or, or a pair of boots or arms? Uh, th- this is, again, another missed opportunity to replicate something that I really wanted to see from Wrath of the Machine. You create an internal economy. That economy continues to drop for folks after their first three runs to reward players for playing more than just three times and then that economy can be used to re-roll raid armor again making raid armor stand out and be cooler and better than just normal run-of-the-mill armor you can get from literally doing anything in the game the fact that end game content like last wish doesn't offer armor that is distinct at all than other raid pieces i think is a huge disappointment and with the fact that mods can be put on anything that again is just a, a to me a missed opportunity so relevancy of the raid only lasts so long so if let's say they plan to in december say hey for the annual pass content black armory we are going to put in things for the raid we're going to put in perks on the armor now so go farm for perks unfortunately when they did that uh when they did that for the Leviathan raid they didn't make you regrind for the armor they just gave you uh, they gave it to you you didn't have to go grind for it again that felt kind of funny uh, in a loot based game to add something new and not even make us chase it you just went to your your, your you just went to your vault you're like oh hey I've already got it all so whenever I look at a raid I say I should have the ability to get the be- some of the, some of the best it doesn't have to be the best but some of the best gear in the game, guns in the game and it should be unique in its context and its power when used in the raid. That I don't think I'm asking for much and I believe that Bungie has just kind of continued to not deliver that for whatever reason and when you look at the realm of year one gear that still outshines and outdoes pretty much everything from the raid except for the 1k voices that again I think is a thing they need to consider going forward. Every time a raid launches, no one should be saying a week or two later, there's no real point in running it. It's just a means of getting power. We're right back to where King's Fall landed, where everything inside isn't really worth chasing, but people are mainly using it as a mechanism for power. Once you hit power, that gear no longer matters. I will say this. 
random rolls on guns and curated rolls on guns is one of the best decisions they've ever made with respect to raid loot. I love that I can keep running the raid each week and hope for a specific role. That is a wonderful touch. You just have to drill down on the guns and make them more intrinsically valuable than they are right now. They should just automatically be more valuable in the raid, and also they should just be far more pinnacle than they are. So overall, to end this, I love that raid guns continue to get um, a strong aesthetic. They're their own aesthetic. I hope that never goes away. Uh, I don't ever want to look at raid guns and have them be like, and as much as we loved Vogue, I don't ever want to go back to the aesthetic of Vogue. Uh, which is kind of funny that Vogue had the weakest aesthetic, but it had the strongest mechanism for power, right? They were basically just existing guns we had we, you could already get, and uh, they they looked like guns that were already in the game, and but they but they were uh, they were the strongest guns. So they you know looking like other guns, I, I guess I would take that. I would sacrifice a cool aesthetic if it meant the guns were way stronger than they are. Um, so random rolls and curated rolls, I said, is a great iteration on, on drops. I would love to see another opportunity. Why are there not curated armor rolls? If I'm going to run the raid, that's another opportunity for Bungie to say, here's a fantastic, you know, curated role for, you know, a pair of gauntlets, boots, etc. Like what if they always got enhanced reloader? Right? It was a curated role that got all three versions of Reloader, Kinetic, Energy, and Power, and it was all enhanced. That would be amazing. And then that would make, again, you're just like, oh, dude, I gotta get a full set. Enhanced is one of the most sought-after you know, versions of perks in the game. I put on Enhanced Hand Cannon Reload, and it made the Warden's Law Reload actually tolerable, which is not an easy thing to do, because it's such a slow reload. Lastly, I, I really really want to push the we need to be stronger than year one guns effort i really want to see that going forward i respecting people's past investments does not mean those weapons have to be perpetually powerful and pinnacle continue to use them sure infuse them sure but you need to have a clear line in the sand between year one and year two weapons. The same thing needs to happen when we go into year three. There needs to be an undeniable difference between weapons of the past and weapons of the future when, with respect to power, efficiency, perks, uh, etc. And this is true of both armor uh, and guns. Thankfully, armor stands apart in year two compared to year one armor. There's no year one armor you're worth using except for exotics. And that's because they're exotic and they, they've updated them anyway. So they have the random rolls on them. So we're going to transition to Q&A now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash Rage. And if you're here right now and you want to contribute to the Q&A session, feel free to do that by using the question command. And as always, if you're listening or watching this at the other places and all the other sources and not watching live, please like, share, and subscribe.